Good morning, everybody. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries, and I pray that all is going well with you. As long as you woke up this morning, we all have something to thank God for. Amen. There are people that have not arisen and enjoyed the light of day like we have. Therefore, we have something to thank God for. If you can't think of anything else, at least thank Him for keeping you safe during the night and waking you up in the morning. Amen. I pray that all is going well. I don't know what kind of... uh Weather we've all been having wherever you are at listening to this, but please pray for all of the people, the areas of the world who are being affected by um, bad weather. And pray for people in general. There's so much going on in this world and it's getting worse. Just continue to pray for people because God is real. His miracles are real. Amen. Hallelujah. God sends miracles all over the world. And all you have to do is ask for them and wait on him. Don't try to rush him. Just wait on him. Amen. So let's keep people in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you for loving on us, loving us enough to send Jesus, your son, to save us from what is to come, from your wrath. We thank you for sending Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, to to save us from your wrath to come, which shows that you are a good and loving Father. I bless each and every person at the sound of my voice who is listening to this, no matter what day it is, what time it is, or where they're from. I bless them and their households and their families in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. And Father God, we lift up all the prayer requests to you. You see what's happening with all the hurricanes and everything around the world, and you see the hunger and the starvation and the abuse of children and abortions and everything that is against you seems it seems to be um, multiplying, but we know that the enemy goes around as a roaring lion. You didn't say he was a roaring lion. He goes around as a roaring lion, lion seeking whom he may destroy. And the devil's a liar, and we bind him in Jesus' holy name. Everything that he's whispered to the people that are listening to this right now, uh, whether it deals with their health, their finances, their family, their marriages, their children, um, their jobs. We've gotten many prayer requests for about people's jobs and things, Lord. Um, we lift them up to you in prayer, and we bind every evil thing that comes up against them in Jesus' name, and we send them away to dry places by the fire of the Holy Ghost, never to return to them ever again. In Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, we thank you for giving us your name, your power of the Holy Ghost within us, and your fire, and and, uh, you've given us your blood. Uh, I cover each and every household uh, with the blood of Jesus Christ right now, with the authority that God has given me. And Lord, I thank you for that. Holy Spirit, use me to deliver this word. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Today, I want to discuss... Uh, something with you about healing. Healing. And I'm going to use a couple scriptures. Uh, so if you want to get your uh, tablets, your pens, your notebooks, uh, whatever you want to use, whatever you use for taking notes, take some notes. And um, I will begin with Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 22. Amen. And it reads like this it says, um, My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and all and health to all their body. Amen. 
Do you want good health? How many times have we prayed to the Lord and asked Him to heal this and to heal that and take care of this and take care of that? We know that the Word says, by Jesus' stripes we are healed. We have been healed. We are healed. Always will be healed. But why do some people experience uh, bad health, cancer, leukemia, skin problems, mental health problems, physical health, whatever it is. Why? Because the devil is going to continue to try to attack us. The devil tries our faith. I believe it's Peter that says, uh, Beloved, think it not strange when things come to you, strange things come to you. And, and there's uh, parts in that says, I believe it's Peter also, the trying of our faith. The trying of your faith. The devil tries you. Number one, sin can bring on bad health. And number two, the devil could be trying your faith. Amen. Have you ever, I have done it, and I don't know if any of you have done it, but have you ever prayed for something to heal, and you wake up the next morning and it's healed? Amen. It it literally is healed. And you don't notice it for a while. Okay, it takes you, sometimes it takes you a while to notice it, and then all of a sudden you say, wait a minute, hold on. My knee's not hurting anymore. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And you thank the Lord for it. But then watch your words during that day. Watch how you speak. Watch your character. Watch your attitude. Watch your moods and your emotions. A lot of people have brought um, uh, um, bad health to them through their speaking, through their words. Bad health comes from sin. You think about whatever um, you're, you're experiencing a lot of it is something that you had no business doing, maybe when you were younger, whatever, and it affected your body now. Amen. Jesus wants you to be healed. And when you use his name and plead the blood of Jesus over it, you get healed. But then the devil's going to do his work. You have to keep the faith in God. Keep your faith every single day. No matter how bad you feel. No matter what is, is disgusting to you. No matter what is hitting you. No matter who is badgering you. Or somebody who has evil plots against you. Can they withstand the blood of Jesus Christ? No. You have the power. And how many times do we give other people the power. Amen. God's word is divine medicine. Our heavenly father has provided divine medicine for his children. He's provided it already. And it's called the word of God. The word, the Bible that you have holding in your hands right now or in your home, hopefully in your hands, it, it is medicine to you. God's word, the Bible, is your aspirin. The Bible is your Tylenol. Amen. The Bible is your cough syrup. <laughs> Whatever you need is in the word of God. Healing is in the word of God. Your Bible, the word of God, is healing. God tells us to listen and pay close attention to his word. Listen, are you listening for God's voice. Are you paying close attention to his word? You know, there's so many people out there that say, I'm a say I'm saved and I'm a Christian and, and I do this and I do that. I know I'm a Christian. And I, I believe in this and I know this and I know that, but 
there are also so many of them out there who have no close relationship with the Lord. They have no direction. They have no peace. But they're Christians. Is that an oxymoron or what? Christians have direction. Christians have peace. They have to strengthen up and and, and get spiritual muscles and learn how to fight the enemy when he comes and tries to steal them and rob them of their peace. Rob them of their power. Amen. When you're in a fight, it's easy to give up. If you don't have any heavenly or Christian background to you, spiritual background to you, it's easy to give up. But as many things as I've been through in my life, I'm going to tell y'all now, I cannot give up. I've had my feelings hurt. I went to bed crying before. I had. I, I, there's so many times where I felt miserable that I began to question my own ministry. And every time I go into that little pity party, question my own ministry, question myself, question some decisions that I made, the Holy Spirit tells me, He, he, he assures me, and gives me that holy confidence that I need, that holy boldness that I need to continue on. When you're going through a lot of things in your lifetime, those are the times that you should strengthen up and be strong. Amen. Those are the times where the devil laughs when you fall for it. But when you wake up the next morning and your feet hit that floor and you say, Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for a new day. Forgive me of my sins and I'm going to continue on for the kingdom of heaven today. Demons flee. They get mad. They have to leave because your faith, your faith is being dis, um, dis, displayed just by speaking the words that you believe in Jesus and that you're going to continue on for the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Whose side are we on, right? Amen. We are to focus on his word instead of medical reports, test results, or even physical symptoms. There are times where I've had something bother me, hurt me or whatever, and I pray and it goes away and then it comes back again. And then you pray and it goes away and it comes back again. And you're literally being tried. Your body is flesh. Amen. Strengthen the inside of you. Strengthen your spirit. We have to learn to strengthen our spirits. Amen. Hallelujah. And your body has to follow. Amen. God says to keep his word in the center of our hearts. Is God's word in the center of your heart? Or is the world in the center of your heart? Are you in the center of your heart? There's so many people that are vain. We have a lot of vain people where they're so vain and they believe in themselves so much. They believe they have this secret power that nobody knows about. Everybody wants to have a secret power and they think they're working that power because they might try it on a couple people and it might work. Power of manipulation is strong and we have to beware of that. Amen. The power of manipulation is strong. And that manipulation, that certain so-called power is taking a lot of people to hell. And they don't even know it. The devil is the manipulator. And his demons are teaching people how to manipulate. So is manipulation in your heart? Or is the word of God in your heart? 
Do you pray for people? Do you pray for favor? Do you pray for your, your parents and your children and your teacher and your, your, your boss? Do you pray for people, your, your government? Do you pray for them? Or do you just try to manipulate them? There are some very lonely people who are manipulators. They manipulate themselves right into a, a compartment of hell, I call it. They're burning from the inside. They manipulate so much that they don't even know who they are. No purpose. Amen. They're just being used by the devil to hurt other people. With temporary rewards from the devil. <laughs> it's all fleshly, folks. From there, it will direct our thinking and set the course of our lives. That's with the Holy, with the, with the, the Holy Word, the Bible. It sets the course of your life. Do you know where you're going? Do you have your sail turned the proper way on your ship? On your boat, right? The word will direct the course of your life. If you don't know where you're going or what you're supposed to be doing, ask the, ask the Lord and listen for his answer. You know, some people have such bad nerves that they, they yeah, they, they, they pray and they ask the Lord for things, but they don't, they don't get the answer because they're too busy doing other things, manipulating and, and trying to hurt people, that they don't have time to listen to God's answer, and He's reading their hearts. God reads our hearts. God knows exactly where your heart is. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And if you're asking God to help you with something, but you're mistreating somebody or you're manipulating somebody, you can't do witchcraft and, and, and Jesus' kingdom work at the same time. <laughs> right? You can't ride the fence. Are you a witch or a warlock? Or are you a Christian? You can't do both, and God's not going to allow you to. A lot of people aren't getting answers because they didn't make up their mind yet. God's not going to help you as long as you're walking in evil. As long as you're walking in the dark, you can't be dark and light at the same time. Heaven is not gray. Amen? The word for health in the passages that I just read can also be translated medicine. So the word of God is medicine for our bodies. Notice it says in verse 22, For they are life to those who find them and health to all their body. The words of God are life. The word, study the word of God. It's life to you. It's help. It's the help. It's the medicine that you need. Now, everybody knows the passage in the Bible says laughter is good medicine. But what about what else besides laughter? The word is good medicine. Amen. The way we take this medicine is to speak it in faith. Now, there's a lot of people who read the Bible, and they can quote the Bible word for word, but can they speak it in the times that they need to speak it? When that devil is, is batting me, I just had somebody write uh, message me. I get a lot of messages for prayer and things like that, and I had somebody message, message me yesterday morning, and they were telling me that um, that they were going through something in their lives. Amen? They were battling something in their life. And I told them, I said, start speaking the word out in faith. Amen. Speak the word. 
Don't just read it and tell and prove it in Bible studies, Wednesday night Bible studies when you go to church or whatever or online. You know, just just don't show everybody. Well, I know I know that scripture. No, but use it. In fact, if you just remember about a month or so ago, I made a, a our gathering here for Micromana. I, I did uh, um, a, a sermon on um, uh, what was it called about uh, know how to use the word. I forget the title that I used. But use it, make it, yeah, I think it was called make it personal. Do it with the, yeah, and I use Psalm 119. Do it with the entire Bible. Make it personal. Speak it out in faith. Amen. When, whenever something whispers to you, well, we know what that something is. Whenever the devil whispers to you and says, you're going to be lonely all your life, nobody's going to care. Nobody ever cared. You're a nobody. Who cares? You're the low man on a, on a totem pole. You're the low woman on a totem pole. You're not pretty enough. You're not handsome enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not tall enough. You're not short enough. You're not good enough. And that's when you start to speak the word. Speak to yourself if that's how you want to see it. And just say, I am a child of the Most High God, and I have the Holy Spirit within me, and I am royalty. I am the apple of God's eye. Every demon shall run from me at the word. And when I quote the word, when I speak the word, and when I uh, speak out the blood of Jesus Christ, and I cover myself and my household and my family with the blood of Jesus. Devil, you're a liar. I bind you in Jesus' name, and I send you to dry places never to return. I, I send you by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Burn, baby, burn, because you're not going to burn me and bother me in Jesus' name. Start speaking the word out. Make it personal. Okay, a lot of you, you might be under, we have a, a few Catholics that follow this ministry, and we have people from Presbyterian, other churches and everything, but I want you to know this. I don't care what you call yourself, any kind of ick or ian, okay? <laughs> you know, I want you to know that you can do this on your own. You don't need a father to do it for you. You don't need a pastor to do it for you. You don't need a deacon to do it for you. Speak the word of God. It works. Start speaking the word of God. Start talking to that whatever it is that calls itself uh, trying to take the, the, the place of God's voice. God speaks to your heart. You will know the difference. Amen. 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 God's word is medicine for our bodies. The way we take this medicine is to speak it in faith. Have faith in God. Hebrews 11 says you can't have faith in God. The only way you can follow God is to have faith in Him. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Take time to search out God's word on healing. Start searching it out, looking it out. Google that up <laughs> on God's healing. Meditate on it and speak it so that it can produce life and radiant health in you. Amen. Yeshua, our great physician, prescribes and dispenses his word as eternal medicine for any and every ailment. Amen. Hallelujah. Speak the word. And I want to go to another medicine uh, reference in uh, Jeremiah 46.11. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 46, 11. And then I will end it on that. 
Amen. And it sounds like this. It goes, Go up into Gilead and take balm, O virgin, the daughter of Egypt. In vain shalt thou use many medicines, for thou shalt not be cured. Amen. There are people who in vain use many medicines, and I do believe that is also talking about witchcraft nowadays. There's a lot of these medicine companies that are manipulating people through medicines. So would you rather use the medicine, the witchcraft medicine, amen, from pharmakia, it's called. The Greek word is pharmakia, which where we get our word pharmacy from. Would you rather OD on pharmaceutical medicines? <laughs> I guess I should say OD on the word of God, right? You know, just keep taking the, the word of God as medicine. The word of God. It, and then we wonder why there's not so many healings nowadays. There's not so many healings that today because people are depending on pharmakia instead of the word of God. Amen. Study the word. And show yourself approved. Study the word and be healthy and be healed. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants you to be healthy and to be healed. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I hope you learned something here. No pharmakia. Amen. No pharmakia. Try to wean yourself away. There's some people out there to take 20, 30 medicines a day. I know, it seems like every year the doctor takes me off of one more pill or one more supplement or something. Amen. And I love it. Try to wean, let's try to wean ourselves away from witchcraft. From man's, uh, human beings, man-made medicines. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Get away from the pharmacia. And let's lean more towards the word of God. You want to see more uh, miracles in your life? Read the word of God. And also, when you ask God for a miracle, make sure you deserve it. Amen? Make sure that you are living the life of a Christian and you're not just trying to look like you're living the life of a Christian because God knows your heart. He knows whether you're really doing it or not. You know, some people learn the language. And then um, they, they, they do know, they, they know the word and, and, but they're not into it as far as having a relationship with Jesus is concerned whatsoever. After the preacher stops preaching, they go back to normal living and could care less about anything until the following Sunday, Saturday, Monday, whatever it is. Learn to live the life. And another thing, learn to be rejected. That's medicine to you as well. Jesus, the Bible says Jesus was rejected. Jesus was rejected everywhere he went. It, it, it even says, there's a word that says, the headstone uh, that was rejected, the the, the, the the stone that the builders rejected has become the headstone of the corner. Now, if Jesus Christ was rejected, shouldn't you be as well? The people that you're expecting to love you and care about you, and they don't care whatsoever because, first of all, they know you're a Christian. Even though they won't tell you that they know it. But deep down inside, they know it. So those people, they know you're a Christian. And that's why you don't get invited to places. And that's why some people treat you funny or they treat you offish, offstandish. Um, They treat you, how they say, uh, how they used to say, with a long-handled spoon. 
and it hurts your feelings and everything, but stop letting that craziness, stop that stuff from hurting your feelings. They treat you like that because you're a Christian, because you have Jesus in you, and the Jesus in you, and the Holy Ghost of God, the one-third of the, the Godhead, the triune, lives in you. One-third of the triune God lives in you. And you expect for the devils to invite you to their parties? Come on, right, guys? Come on. They're going to treat you bad. <laughs> They're going to treat you bad. So, I know this might sound crazy, but get used to it, my dear. Get used to it. we got to make up our minds. Either we want to please human beings or we want to please God. Amen. All the things that I went through with this ministry, you would be shocked. There's too much. There's too many. Even if I tried to write a book and speak it into a microphone to try to write a book so somebody can type it out for me, I wouldn't be able to put all of my uh, incidences and, and uh, experiences. It, it'd be hard to do. It'd be a really thick book. Amen. So get used to being different. Amen. Who is that? The Chosen, which is a wonderful show. Um, and they say, get used to different. And I'm telling you that, get used to different. You're different. Those wicked people should not be inviting you. In fact, there is a well-known preacher right now who's been out for years, started out great, excellent speaker, excellent when it comes to speech, everything, very intelligent. And he is being invited to worldly parties where they cuss and, and get high and get drunk and everything else. And he's just sitting there snapping pictures, letting people snap pictures. First of all, my question is, what would make them think they can invite him to a party like that? And number two, why would he want to go? Unless he is talking to someone about salvation of their soul, he should not be sitting up there with them wicked people. Amen. He's not preaching to them or anything, just chilling, letting people snap pictures and just you know, so you know, that's wrong, guys. That be careful who you hang around because it might tell on your spiritual self. Amen. All right. Well, God bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Hallelujah. May the Lord give you peace, prosperity, abundance, joy, especially joy in a world like today. You need joy. You turn on the TV. You, you, you need joy. You ever turn the channel? You're like, oh, no, 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 no. You keep turning because the joy is leaving. But we have the joy of the Holy Ghost. And may God give you favor, favor with him and man. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. If you're not saved and you want to be a part of the body of Christ, just say this. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I believe that you died on a cross and rose three days later just for me. And I thank you. I accept you as my savior. I love you. Teach me your ways. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And if you said that, God bless you and welcome to the family of God. The word says that God throws your sins as far as the east is from the west. So you do the same, okay? And don't let the devil bring it back to you. Amen. Find a Bible believing, um, tongue talking, hopefully, tongue talking church. Um, it is your new language. And uh, when you learn it, the devil doesn't know what you're talking about. Amen. And uh, enjoy the rest of your life sinless. Hallelujah. And remember that Jesus is Lord. Welcome to the family of God. Reverend Nessie signing off. God bless you and have a beautiful day. Amen.